Welcome to the Dig In Travel Podcast, where travel and other digital professionals level up their marketing skills by listening to the top industry experts. And now, here's your host, Istok Franco, founder of DigInTravel.com, your number one resource for travel, digital, e-commerce, and marketing. Hi, this is Istok, and you're listening to episode 39 of the Dig In Travel Podcast. First, let me apologize because it's been a while since our last bad podcast episode. A lot of things have happened since then. Travel opened up. Thankfully, things have been picking up for our industry as well. So Henry and I were busy with airline consulting and other projects. But we are back working on this podcast and there will be more episodes in the following weeks. Today, we have an interesting new case and guest Michaela Hermans, Head of Digital Transformation and Innovation at Wizair. And Wizair is a really fascinating case, one of the fastest growing airlines with 40 bases or hubs in 51 countries. They have the top 10 visited airline website and as an ultra low cost airline, they rely heavily on generating ancillary revenue. Based on the data they shared at the recent FTA event in Dublin, ancillary revenue represents 56% of their total revenue. But apart from growth, the fascinating part about Bizair is they manage this growth with a relatively small and agile team. By small, I mean compared to their network size, compared to their market size, compared to their passenger numbers. They rely heavily on innovation and agility and collaboration with partners. Digital is a big part of the innovation and Michaela shared interesting insights on why they don't put the line between digital and business, why they work on cross-functional product teams and why they don't do digital for the sake of digital. For me, these are some really interesting concepts and I hope you enjoy the show. Hi Henry, hi Michaela. Welcome to the Digging Trail podcast. Hey Stock, hello. Hi Stock. Hey, glad to, to have you both on this uh, chat. Uh, after some technical difficulties, I think uh, we are good to go. So, Michaela, before we start, uh, I worked with, uh, or let's say engaged in the past with a lot of people at Wizzerb, but I see you're uh, still, let's say, fresh in your role. Uh, but every time I see a job description that says digital transformation and innovation, I became uh, very curious. So maybe before we start uh, going into the deep into these topics, can you explain a little bit about your role, how how you started, and uh, what's the basic, let's say, job description? Yeah, absolutely. First, thank you for having me. So as uh, I'm still fresh to visit, I have started. I will have next week one year anniversary. I have wrote Congrats. A, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I made it. Uh, I, I think let me do just a quick introduction because not many people in airline can really know me. So I have worked across various industries. I have started my career in finance and banking. I worked for global leaders such as IMT. Then I moved to retail. I worked for Grand Vision and Nike. And now it's bizarre. 
And I think that moving throughout the industries and the roles, there are two aspects which were absolutely consistent in any role I had privilege to do. And that was the digital, the technology, okay. and that was leading change. So I think that I have been leading the transformation from the day one in my career. The flavors of transformation, back to your question, are okay. very much different. Okay. In terms yeah. of, I can add a bit more around uh, what does digital transformation actually does in Wizard. Yeah, uh, that would be great because my experience, although it sounds uh, very generic, let's say digital and transformation, I think every company, every industry, even every airline has a little bit different ideas when it comes to digital trans and transformation. So maybe if you can elaborate a little bit uh, how, uh, how it looks like at, uh, at WIS. Yes, absolutely. And I'm not sure if uh, many people know it, but Wizzair has roots in digital. We have been the first airline which actually offered the tickets online by a direct digital channel. That, that was the only way you could purchase the tickets. That was those 18 years ago. Currently, we are ahead of a very different challenge. We are a growth company and have uh, every year 20% growth. It's mm -hmm. our plan. We are expanding, you can see, to the new markets. We are opening new bases. And in order to be able to get to that growth and then imagine the company being mm -hmm. in such a scale, that requires transformation. If I really think what's the why around my role my team uh, purpose is really redefine how this operates and how we serve our customers at a scale by digital technologies. There is that ULCC, the ultra low cost twist. We don't do digital for sake of digital. Okay. We really focus and we are here to deliver and generate business value. Yeah, Henry, I don't know. I'm really intrigued by why we don't do digital for the sake of digital because and this is one thing i don't know if, uh, if you see it henry as well because there are a lot of airlines talking about becoming digital companies expanding portfolio doing other things than flights but as far as i see in visa case it's mostly like you said sticking to that core dna of being ultra low cost and maybe Digital is more about supporting that growth expansion to new markets, to new hubs, to new uh, geographies, than to new, let's say, digital portfolio, like we see with some other cases. Yeah, I, I have a question because it goes back to your point that Wiz has been a digital airline uh, from its start uh, almost 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. So I certainly see how innovation plays a role for you, your colleagues, and the airline. But I'm curious if perhaps you could share a little about the trans the digital transformation part. Mm -hmm. Because Wizz Air is a digitally native airline in a way. So from the outside, it seems like you need to do less about transformation compared to some other airlines that may have been, if you will, analog carriers. <laughs> But I'm very curious, you know, where and how transformation plays mm -hmm. as much as I'm curious about the innovation. Yes, that's actually a really good question. I think that it goes hand in hand. 
And I think that those, and we know, and you might know this are very well, we are very agile, very fast moving company. We are uh, very dynamic. And I think what takes other airlines years, we are able to get done in a few months. So I think that we are certainly very able to move very fast. I think that we are right now standing in front of a new phase of growth, which requires different type of organization, different type of setup to be able, because we are continuously uh, building growth and we are increasing complexity. We are entering new markets, opening new bases, adding aircrafts, adding new products. So we need to, and as we know, complexity is the enemy of the ultra low cost. Okay. So we need to continuously find ways because we cannot remove the complexity. We are actually, by the expansion, we are adding. So digital is actually, and transformation helps us to manage the complexity. And we, and I, will, I might speak a bit more, are really transforming across whole enterprise. So we really don't have a crowd of digital folks running something and <laughs> we really partner and we try to be business hand in hand with digital because that's how the transformation can really happen. When you talk about this large scale and uh, rapid growth, I was browsing because what we do here at Dean Travel, we list a lot of airline digital roles that are out there and I see a lot of new digital product roles also at Wizzair. So I browsed through one of your, and I think it was automation role or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it says in the job description that one of the Wiz strategic goals is automate everything. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I see you smiling now. So maybe if you can elaborate a little bit about that and how does it support this, uh, let's say, expansion. And if there are any other strategic goals uh, when it comes to digital transformation. Yeah. Absolutely. And as mentioned, we really look through the whole enterprise. So going back to your point on automation, obviously, first, even before you automate, you optimize and remove waste. Right? So <laughs> that's what we want to do as the first step. However, we really are on strides to remove the manual work from the organization and to utilize human brains and human power to focus on work. And automation, robotic process automation, intelligent automation really helps us in achieving, scaling those core processes. As mentioned, we are entering more complex markets, more complex regulations. The automation really helps you to achieve that scale. To the goals, what we are focusing, and I know you spoke with Remu some time ago, it's really we are heavily focused on our customer. Customer is in the center of what we are doing, and the customer is external as well as internal. We right now really look how we redefine our employees' experiences to be more customer-like and how we empower our employees with digital technologies. That's for us, I think, in the heart. And we also understand that the, air, the operations of the airline is absolutely critical for our operational efficiency and scalability. So we are looking how to augment human, augment decision-making with intelligent algorithms, machine learning and AI. And then we have that big stream as mentioned around core processes, corporate functions, where we really want to scale, automate and put in place more robust solutions which are suitable for the growth which we are having planned. 
I wonder if perhaps you could share a little bit more about some of the uh, transformation and innovation work you're doing for your employees. Because when we talk with airlines about digital, a lot of the conversation understandably focuses on passenger or public facing initiatives. But to hear an airline talk about the need to make things more efficient for the employees is novel, but also important. Mm-hmm. Um, so what what can you share with us about some of the digital innovation and transformation you've uh, mm-hmm. been doing uh, internally, whether it's at the management level or with pilots or flight attendants or any other work groups that you think would be interesting to share? Mm-hmm. So first, I would start from the lens. I truly believe that the people is the key strategic asset. And you can bring any technology of the world, uh, but the people are really at the core. And actually, the digital can help them to be at their best, to do more meaningful work and bring more satisfaction. We certainly look how we not only improve the experiences for the corporate employees, and I think this is very important around also scaling our people function as we are growing, as we have numerous new joiners. Basically, we need to be from 5,000 employees, 20,000 employees by 2030. So we also need to help the people functions to support that growth, as well as helping with digital skill set and mindset. And then we have crew, which I think that we did not, we want to do a better job than we did before. And we are looking how we connect our employees via digital tools and how we help them to be connected to the corporate and handle their daily life in a way more intuitive and seamless way. Um, When we are to the people, I think I remember our discussion. I think it was more than now almost two years ago with your CDO, uh, Joel. And when we were talking about digital and having this digital DNA and culture and digital teams, he was saying that, and I think this goes back to the ultra low cost and more lean organizational structure of WIS. He was saying that WIS is maybe not looking at having this huge digital teams internal, but more um, like dedicated just to digital, but trying to embed and embed this digital culture in every employee, existing employee. So I don't know, uh, how does uh, digital transformation or innovation Mm -hmm. help that? Is it part of the education? Is it part of the right tools or is it something else? Yeah. I would fully agree to, to what Joel was mentioning. I think I believe that the digital and digital transformation is almost a catalyst. It, acceler- it helps accelerating. However, and we usually are pioneers of new ways of working. We are right now really building stable product teams, which are organized around value. And those teams are cross-functional. So it's okay. really, you cannot put the, the line between digital and business. You want the teams to be cross-functional and as independent as possible while loosely coupled. I think we really work heavily how to make sure that we are clear on the outcomes and the vision so that the teams are enabled and empowered how to experiment on the how 
Because if you have the data and if you have the way how to measure, are you progressing towards the goals? It's, of course, more meaningful for those teams as well. And gradually, and I believe there is that product-centric ways of working as well as agile ways of working. And those two combinations really help us to build, bring it across organization. And it's very powerful when we get every quarter 350 people together to speak about the work which is going to happen next quarter. And the real people are planning the work which needs to happen, speak about dependencies, but also the objectives we try to achieve. So that's certainly, I believe that our ways of working needs to be embedded with business ways of working. And you, you and me, it's our role and my team's role to make sure that we collaborate cross-functionally and pull those teams together where needed, align on the roadmaps, as well as, and that's across whole organization, how do we increase the knowledge of data and application of the data to augment human decision-making? How do we increase knowledge about agile methods and lean practices as well, and many are design thinking, so I think these are the areas which we still want to do more, but we certainly have plans to focus across whole organization. Okay, you said about cross-functional teams. One concept, and I think it was, maybe it's not relative anymore, but I think that was interesting is, and maybe this is an example of these cross-functional teams, is I think you had a concept of uh, digital revenue, which is basically... Because I see a lot of when I talk to airlines and they ask me how to organize and we are talking about e-commerce, digital marketing, you mentioned digital product, uh, ancillary revenue management. In what Henry, how you call them, analog airline world, this used to be or are still like five, six, seven, seven, uh, seven different departments, right? So... To me, the concept of digital revenue, when you put all this together, like in a cross-functional team, uh, sounded very interesting. And I think it's the future where we are going with airline retailing and e-commerce. Yes. And it's somewhat, it's very easier in those sites where we are working around customer, the software development. What we are trying to take is learning for the other areas, which were more initially waterfall and more program implementation or project implementation around start, stop. So I think that we really look how to switch that project thinking towards mm -hmm. more product. And sometimes we will have projects because we need to deliver on certain timelines, but we understand that the organization should be organized around value. And if you bring those cross-functional teams together, that's how you really can achieve way more. You can maximize the outcomes and maximize the value for investments. Because back to the point, we are ultra low cost. We really look for things which have material impact on PNL. So, Michaela, I'm, I'm curious, you've, you've been at the airline for a year and having come from a variety of different industries, um, I'd like to shift a little bit towards the uh, passenger facing digital efforts. Wizz Air has been very successful as an airline with its digital commerce, with mobile and and using those not just to sell the base products but optional so i'm curious what you are seeing in terms of 
where you would like to take the airline's passenger-focused digital experiences. For example, um, what ways would you like to see to improve, whether it's the shopping or the transaction process? Are there ways for you, do you think there are opportunities, I should say, for you to better reach out and connect with passengers post-purchase, pre-check-in, or while they're at their destination, Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's to serve them, provide operational updates, or to make them offers for airline products or third-party products? That's a very good and very big question, actually. (laughs) And on just one cup of coffee. Yeah, over one cup of coffee. Absolutely. (laughs) I I would like to, and yeah, I am bringing, I think, fresh pair of eyes and perspectives. But I certainly see that what we are trying to do, we are continuously looking back. So what's our purpose? And that's where it starts as a company. And our purpose is to liberate lives by affordable travel. So the ultra low cost is for us the only way we can achieve that. So we always look at that cost component. But we are also looking how do the best retailers think? How do they approach things? And we are running also benchmarking not only to our competitors, but obviously what the best e-commerce companies, how do they approach those moments? How, How do they know their customers? How do they learn from that? And we might always stand in front of the choice, is it the, the, the focus area for now or not? But we certainly are very open to learn. And I think that big retailers are outstanding in utilizing the understanding, the insights about the customer and using it for better decision making or improved customer experience, which you ultimately monetize on. I think for us, current key focus is and we want to do way better, and you know what's happening every day around disruptions. I think we really want to improve the experience, not only when things go according to plan, but especially when things don't go according to plan. Because these moments of truth are what's making or breaking relationship. And we really believe that this is what we want to differentiate on. Because we put, as Vizer, we are putting customer in, in the front, and we need to right now make sure that we improve by improving self, digital self-service, by improving the communications, as well how we improve our operational teams with machine learning or AI, how to decide about disruption, to actually minimize the impacts. So I think that's certainly one of the key focus areas. And there is way more around thinking about personalization, inspiration, is the content becoming relevant? I think we really look how we can be relevant to every customer. So you use some of my favorite words, which include personalization and relevant, which (laughs) I really appreciate hearing. And I'm, I'm thrilled to hear that Wizz Air benchmarks itself, not just against other airlines, but against retailers. I'm wondering if you can share with us as you, you know, based on your experience, both having worked in retail as well as at uh, Wiz Air, what insights do retailers have that you wish Wiz Air did? 
And what insights about the customer does an airline like Wiz have that retailers don't? Mm -hmm. So I would, I could probably answer the first question. And uh -huh. uh, I think that we and retailers are doing outstanding. They are able to understand how you, how you are thinking and how you are moving across wall funnel, but not only online as well as offline. And I think that the retailers really strive to connect those environments where you connect offline and online experiences. And you can start the journey at any point as well as you can stop the journey at any point and reconnect. And I think that we with airlines and obviously if you are opening a store or if I enter the store, you are in full control. That's the advantage if you are a retailer. For us as airline, before you get to that gate, you, there are so many third parties which we either are in indirect, indirect control or absolutely indirect control. And I think there is some limitation which is brought to us. And I think that getting better understanding on what are the motives of people, why they are going where they are going, uh, are, who they are bringing, why they decided for certain things. I think there is certainly more what we want to focus on. CETA is the air transport industry's IT provider, delivering solutions for airlines, airports, aircraft and governments. Our technology powers more seamless, safe and sustainable air travel. With around 2,500 customers, CETA's solutions drive operational efficiencies at more than 1,000 airports while delivering the promise of the connected aircraft to customers of 18,000 aircraft globally. CETA also provides a technology solution that helps airlines worldwide bring their cabin crew into the digital era with an all-in-one digitalization tool. CrewTab, the tablet application for cabin crew, transforms daily airline operations from the ground up unlocking the highest level of resource optimization, ultimate cost savings, innovative revenue generation opportunities, and maximum passenger satisfaction. If you go back to, you said, retail and your background at Nike, I think Nike did a lot of innovation, I think, around, like you said, in-store experience, also using technology like wearables and things like that. So I think... Like you said, looking outside of our industry and trying to, to see if there are some concepts that we can reuse, I think this uh, always, I think that adds value because often ourselves as an industry are too much looking into benchmarking against other airlines and what our, our airlines are doing. So I think we limit kind of the opportunities or the options when it comes to innovation. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I actually think that innovations usually happens when you take a problem from other industry and you apply it to what you are facing. So I certainly think that it's always source of inspiration. And then it is decision point. Is it something what is worthwhile? Is it bringing value? Are we solving really the problems? And we are here, I think, Last year, we spent a lot educating ourselves how not to jump into conclusions and solutions, but really think about the problems we are trying to solve and what is the value which will be generated. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. I, I can share one 
experience I had recently because apart from doing, uh, let's say, digital marketing, airline digital marketing and e-commerce, I was uh, last two years during the COVID, I was doing advanced sports analytics in how they and really curious how they track performance in sports, in basketball. And the funny thing I found out recently when I was uh, going in more into mixed marketing modeling, which is basically an advanced data science exercise, how you measure which of your advertising channel works, you know, and how it, how much does it complete, contributes to your sales. I found out that basically we are using the same concepts as, let's say, the most advanced, uh, advanced basketball teams are using to measure which player contributes to winning, you know, and they are completely different things. But at the end, you could see, like you said, these two parallels. And I see a lot of the more you look outside, you see more uh, more of such examples and ideas. I think you get you can get ideas because if you have more open mind, I think. And uh, that was, uh, like you said, a great point. This is when typical innovation uh, happens. Yeah. Cannot agree more. You said that you are looking to scale up um, innovation, digital transformation to support the growth and uh, the goals that you have, uh, which is... Basically, they're really ambitious. One of the things that I think we talked as we prepared or uh, did a prep for this chat, and one of the challenges that our industry is facing is, okay, where can we find the digital talent uh, to, to do all this stuff? So to, to, to handle these complex problems and these complex uh, digital challenges. Because as far as I see, and again, going back to our job board and the different, let's say, airline digital roles that we publish that are basically that we see out there with airlines, they're very complex and uh, the skill set and uh, let's say experience that uh, is required for these roles uh, is very complex. And I think airlines are competing for this talent with, if you said uh, Wizair is the digital nature in our industry, then we are competing for this talent with, I don't know, with the big digital uh, natives out there, with startups. So how do you look at the talent uh, part of this equation? You already said that the people are the most important. So I would assume that then riding the right and nurturing the right talent uh, plays a key role. Yeah, it exactly as you are telling. I think that for transformation and to be successful, it's really about the right blend. So you really need to look who is the talent you have and reskill, upskill. I think the key differentiator is really the growth mindset, the ability and the eagerness to learn because the skills you can add, you can mm -hmm. train those, but being open for that. And then you obviously, and you see it on the market, there is certainly need for digital talent and for certain new skill sets or perhaps for airline new skill sets. I think we are adding a lot of digital product management. Mm -hmm. uh, you see machine learning, data engineers, data science. Absolutely, these are the skill sets which we need to add. And if I would have an answer how to tackle that war for talent, I certainly uh, believe, and this is why I love to be here at Wizard, we are absolutely comparable, and I think we are such fast-moving company that we, uh, we are always on the hunt of talent. But the talent, uh, when you pull such diverse groups together, we are more than 60 nationalities here with different backgrounds, different skill sets. So 
I actually think this is when the magic happens, when you are able to utilize to utilize the smarts and wits of players who have the knowledge of the processes of the industry, other industry, other nationalities, and then you really are onto something, and then you are really able to drive the transformation and drive the results. Mikhail, I'm curious, you came from one of the most celebrated, well-known global brands, Nike, to Wiz. Uh, so I'm curious, what was it about Wiz that appealed to you to make this move? Uh, uh, and, um, uh, you know, as you're doing this and others are going to listen, you know, why should someone consider joining an airline if they are at, whether it's a retailer or a bank or anything else that would help them in their uh, career to expand uh, and enrich their professional Great skills? Question. Nice question, actually. And when I was moving, I got, I heard this question a lot and I absolutely know why I decided for that move. I think Vizar is standing in front of absolutely outstanding challenge. And COVID-19 has slowed us down. We know that it has been impactful, but we also know that Vizar will only become stronger. We are the only airline who continues to invest, who con which continues to invest, uh, expand. And if you think of it, 20% growth year over year, and being here basically at the headquarters, having the ability to define the strategy, having the impact and not being the last mile of execution, being really in charge of achieving value and results is something what is very self-fulfilling. And for myself, and I hear it as well from my team, I hope that people who listen to it, and I think I'm privileged to be sharing those stories about Vizar, uh, I think that people should really think that we are a very international company. And I think that airlines overall need digital talent because we all are flying. We all know that the experiences might still be behind. However, we all believe that the travel is enriching our lives. So I would really love that people are considering to look back in this industry. And if they do, then absolutely bizarre. I think we are really trying to do the best to nurture the talent, bring the best together. And absolute, if people like fast growing, dynamic environment, empowering environment, then this might be a great place for them. When it comes to talent, maybe at the end, okay, you said, okay, if you're looking for talent outside, let's say, trying to, to get people into digital, into technology, into innovation. Um, but we said, for example, for Wiz, that part of the digital transformation is upskilling the whole digital, uh, the whole workspace, not only the digital team, let's say, or how we call it. So if I would be an airline person and that we say, okay, this sounds exciting, which areas do you think are the most uh, attractive and the most, uh, let's say, promising uh, to upskill, to learn about. You mentioned digital product, you mentioned machine learning, data science, AI. Which area makes you the most curious or you see as the most, uh, the most potential in? 
That's a good question. I, because for my background at the product, I certainly see that airlines do not have access to product management. And I think that we need to develop, develop that skill set. So absolutely digital product management and service design mm -hmm. as well. Making sure that we really think as a customer, that we empathize and that we know how to quickly experiment. For us, the experimentation is actually very ULCC because you fail fast and cheap, yeah. which is a goal that you do not start investing huge money before you decide. And then second notion, absolutely data. I think that this is something where we are not where we would like to be. And I think this is an area which is uh, certainly can make a difference. And I believe that we will see way more importance growing. And uh, I think that having the data analytics, data science, machine learning background is certainly future proof uh, skill set and area to focus. What do you think? Would you agree with that? Uh, personally, as I said, I uh, my wife is joking with me that I changed my career like for the fourth time in the last 10 years. <laughs> so I started in IT, then marketing, e-commerce, uh, UX and conversion optimization. But now studying, really, like I said, advanced data science are. Uh, so for me, I go back to, and this is what we teach in our academy, there is a book called Range, I don't know, about David Epstein, which is about having the range to, to solve these complex problems. To me, where I see the biggest challenge with airlines when I work with them is we have a lot of specialists, and this is what also David Epstein calls in his book, the specialists, like you said, for machine learning, they are great for very specific set of problems. But when I go back to your to service design, to, to building great product, I think we need people with range. So I, need, I think we need people who are willing to sample and learn about all of these areas that you mentioned, so they know how they can put it together to build a great product. And here is where I see a challenge because it's quite complex. So to me, for example, I'm not a data scientist, but I love working with data. I like to do simple programs, different things. Mm -hmm. so like you said, to fail fast, to see where is the opportunity in a certain data source, in a certain data set. And this is where I see the challenge with airlines is we have a lot of these skills, but they are siloed and not connected. So I think having people with a broader skill set who can connect all these things together, this is these are the most complex, let's say, uh, know-how, but, but also I think at the end it has the biggest reward. That's yes. that's my view. Yeah, absolutely agree. It's like we, we call it T-shaped. Exactly. Like yeah. you don't go that deep, like you are explaining the range, but T-shaped. Because that's back to that in innovation amalgamation of information across across fields, across the problems. That's certainly what makes a difference in uh, being able to address the problems we face. Michaela, you, you've mentioned several times the importance WIS pl uh, places on being customer-centric uh, as an airline and that you look at the impact of changes on the customer. And you used a phrase that we used at Forrester Research when I was an analyst there all the time, fail fast and fail cheap. Um, they say that in Silicon Valley, of course, as well. Um, I'm curious because experimenting in an airline 
especially when the size and scale of Wiz is not easy. Are there any examples that you can share of where you did test something and how it worked? Uh, you know, how, how does an airline fail fast and fail cheap if it needs to, but also recognize, oh, you know, this, this is working um, or has the potential to work. So anything you can share, some examples would be great. Good, very good question. I think that for us, it is about really applying those practices and strengthening already the product discovery phase. Before we even commit to any investment, we plan purposefully a certain number of time box time, time box period, to make sure that the teams go and do proper research first on the problem, And I think we are, again, learning, let's do not come with solutions, park solution, (laughs) please work out what's the problem. And we have a lot of iterations around how to define it better, because usually if we have big problems, having them nailed down is already getting us way closer to the solution. And then back to the experimentation, we obviously map Are there solutions on the market? Are there solutions with competitors? Or is it something we should be looking at? Does it bring innovative or strategic advantage? And based on that, if that's in that space that we really want to, we decide it might be custom built, we are really iterating on, again, is the way we thought we will approach it? Is it really tackling the problems? And I think that service design in some areas is helping us. It is a bit different when you decide to go for off the shelf. However, practices such as MVPs, proof of concepts and pilots and proof of value are really helping us. Because then we know, actually I prefer the term of proof of value because you are really validating, usually you have technology which works, but you are really trying to understand, am I creating the impact I wanted to have? So I would probably summarize it in that way. I absolutely believe that even though airline is heavily regulated industry and we are absolutely compliant in all aspects and safety is our first priority, there are areas, and especially as digital cross-functional team, we can apply experimentation. It's just the how. And I truly believe that it's actually very ultra low cost. Michaela, I'm also curious, you're owned, or at some level, Wiz is owned in part by Indigo Partners, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. So I'm just curious, do you have the opportunity to do any kind of sharing with your counterparts at any of your sister airlines that are part of Indigo? Because clearly the challenges you may be facing are probably not unique to Wiz. And at the same time, there may be some things you've done that your counterparts would be eager to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and, you know, you're operating in different geographies. So, you know, it's not like you're competing, for example, with Frontier Airlines, which is a U.S.-based carrier or someone in a different geographic region. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just curious if you have the opportunity to do any of that information sharing. Uh, and if you do, is it productive? Mm-hmm. I absolutely see that you have a huge airline background because it's an excellent question. And absolutely, especially as is almost sister airlines or its partner airlines, the, the problems we are facing, even though in different geographies, 
can be and are fairly similar. There are some nuances and we are obviously in Europe, other airlines might be Mexico or uh, America. However, there is learning. I think that we, we want to do even more. Whenever we have a learning session, we, are like, we say, okay, we need to meet more frequently. We are all extremely busy with what's happening, but certainly there is a huge opportunity for us. And many times when we are addressing a problem, and I spoke about the discovery, we actually are coming back as well to the airlines and asking, hey, this is the problem. How are you approaching it? Is there any learning you would like to share? And I believe that going forward, we also look around opportunities, how we can be stronger in addressing maybe bigger problems which might require partnership across airlines. Good. When you talked about experimentation, this is something, as I said, part of the research that we specialize in here at Dean Trail, and I could talk about this all day. So, but probably a topic for another episode. <laughs> uh, I like really, uh, I think it was a great chat. Thank you for sharing all this information with us, Michaela, and we'll keep uh, following and uh, probably have to repeat the discussion about the transformation and innovation based on the velocity and the growth uh, that you are explaining to about. So thanks uh, for taking the time and sharing your views. Thank you for, for having me. With, yeah, for sure. And for checking with me, uh, for talking with me and Henry. I think uh, we'll meet uh, in person in one of the airline events next week so on the FT in Dublin. Yes, yeah, so that's uh, very glad that when you said that we are in the improving experience with travel, that we are back to that. <laughs> so we, 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 we as an airline people, we travel and meet in person. So that that's uh, we'll continue the discussions about innovation and transformation there. And we will update you, Henry. If there is any new uh, cross uh, cross geography sharing, yes. Great. it's been a pleasure, and I want to highlight thank you for having this podcast, especially for the new joiner to the industry, as myself. This is probably the easiest way to learn more, and uh, when I'm on the way to work, to listen and learn what's happening. So I want to highlight thank you guys, thank you for having me, and thank you for doing this. Yeah, thank you. And I think getting people with a fresh view, this is, I think, has been partially planned. And I think it's great because, as I said, we expand our our point of view and get new fresh ideas. So uh, that was great. So thank you both. And uh, we talk at the next opportunity. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. Talk to you. Bye-bye. CETA is the air transport industry's IT provider, delivering solutions for airlines, airports, aircraft and government. Our technology powers more seamless, safe and sustainable air travel. With around 2,500 customers, CETA's solutions drive operational efficiencies at more than 1,000 airports while delivering the promise of the connected aircraft to customers of 18,000 aircraft globally. CETA also provides a technology solution that helps airlines worldwide bring their cabin crew into the digital era with an all-in-one digitalization tool. CrewTab, the tablet application for cabin crew, transforms daily airline operations from the ground up, 
unlocking the highest level of resource optimization, ultimate cost savings, innovative revenue generation opportunities, and maximum passenger satisfaction.